Would you like to make a bigger impact with your software in less time? Is innovation, agility, and creativity important to you? And would you like to do all of this with less stress, more fun, and more clarity? If you said yes to any of these questions, then welcome to the Profitable Programmer Podcast with your host, Tom Verbroeken. Welcome to episode number three of the Profitable Programmer Podcast. My name is Tom Verbroeken, and today we're going to talk about the number one invisible factor that impacts your career and your performance the most. Friday, October 21st, 2005. It was my second year of studying for my bachelor degree in software engineering. And the reason that I remember that day very, very well is because it was very gloomy. I was feeling depressed. I just hit depression. They were just as uh, dark as the clouds on the outside. There were gray clouds floating by in a darkened sky. And I remember coming home that day totally depressed because the past three projects that we did at school, we had to finish a complete project in eight weeks' time. Now, that was on top of our school load. So we also had to do homework assignments and go to classes. And in addition to that, we were having to deliver a finished product every eight weeks per semester. So every semester we had to deliver one project. And when we uh, rewind a little bit to the summer of 2005, we had to do our very first project. And we had 10 people to complete that project with. So we think, you know, 10 people, that's going to do the job, right? That's going to be easy, right? Well, that very first year was a mixed year. So we had people still deciding their direction and what, what they wanted to choose. So we had a mixed group. Of, out of all of those 10 people, only two people could write code, really. They were interested in becoming a software engineer. One of those people was me. And the other person was my colleague, uh, Bart, my classmate, Bart. And the other eight were more interested in becoming an IT manager. And so the very first two weeks of that project, we, um, because we didn't know any better, we just decided to uh, give those people also some programming assignments to so let them write some classes. Um, and so because the, the pressure was on, right, we needed to have a finished product by the end of eight weeks. So we had to create this game in, uh, in Java. Uh, there's a Dutch uh, TV show called 12. In English, it's called uh, 2 to 12. It's basically uh, a game show where uh, people get to um, look up answers in the encyclopedia and they get a letter for each answer. And then they have to guess the word that's... Uh, from all of those letters. So, and that's what we had to program in eight weeks' time. So the graphical user interface, the showing of media, um, the different questions that we had to load in, and of course, making sure that it all worked. And so after two weeks of struggling to get it all done with 10 people, because they were having lots of difficulties writing code, as it wasn't their speciality. You know, it's not something they, w- they were interested in. So after two weeks of struggling and hard work, um, Bart and I looked at each other and just shrugged their shoulders and went, well, 
let's go do it you know let's do the programming all by ourselves and let them do what they're best at so we decided to uh, let the other eight people write the documentation for the project and work on that so we could focus on writing the code and making sure that the project would be done and so there we were at the foot of the mountain getting ready to climb to the top and it became a real struggle I mean we had to write code between classes after classes we would sit you know after hours in school to write code uh, and, and then we would go back home and write even more code and um, we communicated via MSM Messenger back in the day and we had our, our code up in, in SourceForge and all that and so after about eight weeks of doing all of that and then in the last weekends I think the last two weekends we really had to pull some all-nighters so we had, were writing code to light to late in the morning and then we would go to bed so that on Monday because we had to deliver the project on a Monday I still remember that um, the project would be done on time and we did it finally after eight weeks of struggling and stress and worrying that we would make it we finally did and we got uh, a very high grade for the project we got an 8 out of 10 I remember I think it was an 8 out of 10 or an 8.5 out of 10 it was pretty high anyways and um, so we were you know elated however I was totally worn out stressed and I was like man if I have to if my career has to go on like this for another 40 years I'm fucked you know so um, then we entered the second year where we only have software engineers with us so everyone is specialized now everyone's doing their own separate um, careers and now we're working with programmers so you're thinking now we don't have to do a project in eight weeks time with all programmers that's going to be easier right well at least that's, th that's what I thought I was totally wrong I mean we had to program we had to learn a new programming language called Delphi from Borland and people had trouble learning it and people had trouble um, you know because we had to write this uh, blackjack card game where the cards had to be shuffled and we had free com computer players that were having to do AI so they would have to uh, determine which kind of cards they would uh, throw and that was quite a complex algorithm to write and um, especially for some newbie programmers back in the day you know and so uh, we struggled during those eight weeks it was the same kind of ratio again a couple of people who really got into it uh, you know including me <laughs> and um, we had to, the same struggles all over again long nights uh, having to do lots of co code writing in between classes after classes having to pull all-nighters etc etc so again we were at the end of the eight-week eight week period completely strung out completely stressed completely worn out exhausted tired knackered and we deliver a good product again and this continued with our very third project and it was during that third project on that on that fateful Friday 21st of October 2005 that uh, the accumulated stress of all those three projects became too much 
and I slipped into a depression. I couldn't cope with all the stress and all the high pressure that was being put on us as students to deliver those products and also still be, um, you know, going to classes and, you know, finishing our homework and handing in assignments and doing exams as well. So it was tough. It was really tough. And, and that depression, really, when I look back on it now, was one of the greatest blessings of my life, one of the greatest gifts of my life. It's, it saved my career. It saved me from going mental. Because it was through that burnout that I started to ask myself some, some good questions. Like, what do I really want to get out of life? You know, What is life all about? Is there more to life than this? And it was that question, is there more to life than this, that really had me searching. And when I started asking that question and exploring it actively, these doors started to open up for me that I'd never seen before. Um, I, in the next months after that, I dove into all sorts of programs that taught you how to you know, meditate and become calm. And that helped a little bit. You know, I became a little bit more relaxed and I relieved some of the stress that I had by doing so. However, there were some pieces of the puzzle missing. You know, I had this feeling inside that said it's not complete yet because I wasn't completely happy. And so I kept searching and searching and searching and searching until June of 2006. I found this program. And in this program, they taught you how to let go of stress and emotions. And when, when I first heard of it, I was like, you can do that. Because <laughs> I'd never been taught how to, you know, let go of stress or, you know, that I even knew that that kind of stuff was possible. So I listened to the very first CD where this, this man takes you through a guided exercise where you let go of some stress on the spot. And so I listened to this recording and 20 minutes later, I was so light and so free. And I let go of a lot of baggage just in those 20 minutes. And I remember thinking, wow, you, know, you can let go of stress like that? Very quickly, very easily? What? <laughs> and that's what really opened my eyes and uh, I became hopeful again. And after that, I put all of my interests outside of work, of course, uh, into that. And I did various other courses as well over the years. And I, but from the very beginning, I really dove into that specific method that I learned, which really showed you how to let go of stress also on the spot, which is very handy when you're working. And so this enabled me to, um, to let go of all of that stress that I'd built up over the years and also to let go of all of that tiredness and exhaustion. And what that did for me in my career is I got clarity of mind again. So I could think clearly and my performance went up dr dramatically. Why is that? Because your state of mind is your biggest single factor in you having success in your career. And that's just not me that's saying that. I mean, there's a Harvard business study done uh, from the 14th of December, 2014. Um, 
I'm actually having it here in front of me, so I'm going to read a little bit from it for you. So I'm going to look a little bit away from the camera, if you don't mind. Um, this article from the Harvard Business Review Research this is called um, How Your State of Mind Affects Your Performance, which is written by uh, Calais, Hersberg, and, and Petty. And excuse me if I said your names wrong. Uh, I'm Dutch. Um, where they state, and I'll, I will share the link with you as well, so you can actually look at this um, article after you've listened to the podcast. Um, they say here, between quotes, two years ago our organization launched a long-term global search initiative to provide quantitative data on the topic, and the topic is how your state of mind affects your performance. We selected 18 states of mind and surveyed leaders around the world on how often they experienced each one, the impact of each on their effectiveness and performance, and what they do to manage their states of mind. To date, we have surveyed and interviewed over 740 leaders. 740, that's a lot. So of the 18 states of mind in the chart, it came as no surprise that 94% of respondents that reported that calm, happy, and energized, C-H-E, are the three that drive the greatest levels of effectiveness and performance. Calm, happy, and energized. As Giglio del Borgo, a country manager at Experian explains, if you are energized without being necessarily too excited about things or euphoric, that energy will transmit into the people working around you. The chart clearly shows that most leaders seem to access the the CHE states on a regular basis, the calm, happy, and energized states. However, frustration, uh, frustrated, anxious, tired, and stressed, FATS, states of mind, were also relatively common. Most leaders reported that frustrated, anxious, tired, and stressed states often yield benefits in the short term, but are detrimental in the long term, especially to relationships. They also report that it is difficult to shift out of these states of mind when they are consistently present in the organizational culture or environment. And that's a very, very interesting study from Harvard Business Review. Because they actively show in that article that your state of mind, how you're feeling, is linked to your performance directly. And that's why I'm so passionate about learning and teaching this stuff, because I've experienced it firsthand for myself. When I was stressed out, when I was depressed, when I was angry, when I was sad, when I was fearful or anxious or worry, worryful, I couldn't think clearly. It's hard to think clearly when you're all stressed out, when you're all worried, freaked out, angry or sad. It's like a, having a cloud of thinking dominating you. So in order to have that clarity, it's best to be in the CHE states, you know, the calm, happy, energized states. And that's what I exactly started to study for myself, because I knew what I discovered in back in 2006 was the number one thing that was going to change my career. And I've noticed that over the years, that I've become much, much happier, much, much calmer, more relaxed and that also leads to better performance because when you have less on your mind you perform better when you're in that calm happy energized state 
you're much more likely to just get on with your day instead of doubting yourself or being worried or being fearful or carrying around anger or resentment. That's like um, having a, a garbage bag with you every single day and you're dragging it around everywhere you go. That's going to affect your performance drastically. I remember um, um, the director of a, an organization, he would, um, and this is nothing against him personally, it's just how he um, was conditioned, you know. This is just the things that he picked up in his, in his own life. So he would often stand next to my desk and yell at the top of his lungs, being totally angry. Get this done right now. You made this error. It's all your fault. You have to fix it now. And he would get really, really angry, you know, like And that's because he never learned how to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, can you think of somebody who had the class, uh, you know, called Emotions 101, how to deal with your emotions in, <laughs> in life? Yeah, nobody ever had that. And so thankfully there are people out there who are teaching this stuff. And uh, I'm very grateful to have uh, searched for them, found them on my path, and to have learned from them. So I'm very grateful for all of my teachers. And, um, and this is, what is what's really been inspiring me to do the podcast, to bring this work also more into the IT world. Because I see a lot of people working in IT that are stressed out, worried, tired, and angry or sad or burnt out. In fact, uh, I know some people personally that have burnt out working in IT. And um, yeah, it's just sad. It's just sad. Look, I mean, have a look at the last year with Corona. Yeah, the COVID-19 pandemic that's been sweeping all over the world. It's, effective as, it's affected us all right like I'm not saying that I don't experience the uh, the negative ex emotions because I do I still ex I still experience sometimes some stress and I still experience sometimes some anger or some sadness or some fear or worry the big difference is I know how to handle that and when you know how to handle that it's no longer a big deal you can just get on with your life and be effective in your career, perform at your best, and ultimately that way you uh, make more profit. And that's what I'm here to do in the world as well. I've been helping people ever since 2008 really. Once I started to get the hang of it, I started to help people in my immediate environment. And I've also uh, done a lot of group coaching with people and so I'm really here to help people with um, thriving in the IT industry on the, in the long term. Because yeah? if I hadn't discovered a way to deal with my inner states, my, my state of mind, if I didn't know how to deal with stress, worry, anxiety, fear, anger, I still would have been a messed up wreck. And I'm sure I would have done some kind of a performance, but it would have been really, really stressful.
and so if you'd like to get more clarity on the inside and have more peace so you can perform better at your work so you can have the calm happy states instead of the the fats states let me know send me a direct message either on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram and I'll happily do a 30-minute free conversation with you, zero strings attached, just to see if I can help your organization thrive so that your employees can perform at their best. And that, in turn, leads to more innovation, more creativity, and ultimately, more profit. So if you're interested, let me know reach out to me. You can also reach me at tom at reconnectingit.com. Just put in the subject CHE and I'll be happy to, uh, to give you a 30-minute conversation to see if I can help your organization to combat the stress so you can perform better, have clarity of mind, and ultimately make more profit. All right, that's it for today. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think about this episode as well. Leave me, uh, leave me a comment or just send me a private message or send me an email. I'm always uh, happy to hear from you. All right, thank you very much for listening. And in the very next episode, we're actually gonna, I'm gonna take you through an exercise um, where you can learn how to let go of stress on the spot. Okay? All right. My name is Tom Verboeken. This was episode number three of the Profitable, Pro Profitable Programmer podcast. And until next time, have a great day.